Manitobaville, the podcast, is brought to you by Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Hi, I'm Linny. You're listening to Antiquarian Objects, the legend of Manitoba on Manitobaville, the podcast. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. That's our show launching. It's going to launch. It's imminent. It's on the launch pad. It's official. It's about to launch on Bell MTS. Five. TV one. Are you excited, Lenny? Yeah, I'm so excited. It's <laughs> 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 unbelievable. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. We, we, I'm really excited. We have a great show, lots of great shots, cover lots of area in Manitoba. It's very beautiful. Almost all four corners. Almost. Almost. Although. It's like a key. I don't think there's really corners. A keystone. <laughs> We've really unlocked this province. Yes. How's that? Yeah. And we'll continue to. Hopefully we can do some more of these. This will be fun. Yeah, because there's so much more still. Yeah, so we're hoping people enjoy the first six. And there's so much enthusiasm that we can go to some more museums. <laughs> and private collections maybe and see. Yeah. There's see a lot of history. Things. Lots of history. Lots of places to visit. Where do you, where would you like to visit? I would like to go to Churchill. Churchill, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. I'd like to go to Medora. Medora? Or Melida. Where's that? It's where the banana is. The big banana. The big banana? Yeah. Oh, I want to... What? I've never heard of this place. Well, you will. If we get more shows, <laughs> we're going. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Where else? Uh, maybe down south, southeast. Yeah. Down, get southeast? around, you know, Piney or something. Oh yeah. Maybe there's something old in Piney. Yeah, absolutely. And they have a lot of great trails there. It's near Sandylands. Oh yeah, right. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Maybe they have an antiquarian trail. Ooh. Maybe they have the first hiking boot. The first ever hiking boot. It's probably a snowshoe. <laughs> Just a piece of leather left over from the shoe. It would be neat. It would be neat to cover somewhere in Winnipeg too. We haven't done that yet either. That's right. There's the uh, one I was looking at that I was interested in was the um, the nautical museum. Oh. Yeah, it's a nautical museum dedicated to the seafarers that went to sea. Oh, in Winnipeg. People from Winnipeg that became sailors. Oh, no way. In Manitoba. Yeah, because they say some of the best sailors were prairie people. Really? Because we're used to the undulating landscape, the, the grass or the, the crops. It doesn't bother us to be on a rolling landscape. Oh. And so when you go to sea, it's all rolling all the time. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people who come from cities where everything's static, big static buildings and... Yeah. nothing's moving like that they would get seasick 
Oh, that's so fascinating. Yeah, so, you know, just another reason that uh, country folk are better than city folk, I guess. I wonder if they'd have something <laughs> like that in Gimli, too. What? Maybe. In Gim Gimli would be a neat place to go to. Gimli, yeah. And they have a history of um, of sailing. Yeah, there's another in uh, Selkirk, there's an, a maritime museum. Not oh. No, sorry, not a maritime. I think the one in Winnipeg is the Maritime Museum. Okay. And the one in Gimli is has to do with the the ships and boats like the ones that came up the rivers that would be cool too yeah because probably they would have some old stuff because there's a huge history of well that's how the first settlers got here right some of them yeah by boat a lot of them well, by I guess the first cart. explorers some came up the, the river barges or canoed in or hiked in hiked in can you imagine hiking in no i can't then uh, don't try it. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> Hiking in. Wow. But yeah, so I guess you can come up by water to the St. Lawrence or later by the riverboats. Mm. Yeah, I think they were mid-1800s, a lot of the riverboats. Or mid, mid or early 1820s or something, the first ones. Because a lot of transportation happened over the waterways. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's houses would face the water and now yeah. they face away from the water to the road oh. that's see in a lot of a lot of communities that were on the rivers because by then you know if you're relying on getting your grain to market you'll put on a, a, a river boat mm -hmm. and when the trains came along they were more inland to draw people away from the waterways because the waterways would bend around and everything so to make a straight train line you'd by default have to be far away from the water mm. so a lot of towns would actually lift up all their buildings and move over to be close to the railroad because that's where you're going to take your grain and, and get all your stuff from now right so the waterways kind of died out yeah as you get well you have windy rivers that take a long time and yeah. the sandbars moving sandbars and more of that. a scenic route yeah. yeah yeah more of a not so direct it's more of a pastime now i guess yeah yeah i love canoeing we have and we have some lots of places to go canoeing and kayaking that would be fun to do in a show yeah that would be cool the rivers yeah so i guess you don't have a favorite do you have a favorite museum or a favorite object you saw this time or are they all is that like asking which of your children you love the most <laughs> In the end, it sort of is, isn't it? Yeah, it's a hard question because they're all so different, aren't they? Mm, so I probably have different things that I like about each of them. I think Morden was was a lot of fun because we got to drive the steam tractor. We got to start the fire, get the water going. It was a whole experience. And the, that same day we went um, zip lining. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of adventure. It's like that. It's like the steam engine is, is like a metaphor for this whole show takes a while to heat it up like, <laughs> as far as shooting it was it takes a while to get it heated up and get going <laughs> and then once you once you've shot it all got it all in the can and then you can you still got that steam built up so you can edit <laughs> the show put it together and then it's like the launch is like the blowing of the whistle that's so true and it's like go 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 Wah. oh sorry Woo. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Wah. Wah. and we were waiting also <laughs> for the for some of the trees to fill in. Yeah, for the green, because we want to show off the province and all its glorious greenery. Yeah. And we, we had a really nice May, but it just takes some time here. 
Yeah, and maybe we can do some winter episodes some that would be sometime. Awesome. That'd be neat. That would be really cool. Maybe and s- cold. Maybe somewhere <laughs> you can and cold. <laughs> <laughs> but there'd be so many different things we could do. That's probably unique. Yeah. Yeah. You could do like a dog sled. Could go skating. You could do snowshoeing. Yeah. Yeah. Winter ice road trucking. You could see the polar bears. Yeah. Although we could probably do that in the summer also. It'd be harder to see in the winter. Mm. <laughs> polar bear in a snowstorm. All you see is their nose and their eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Hartney was fun with the original arrowheads that fed the first people that wandered into Manitoba, what became Manitoba. And yeah. I know we call them our first Manitobans. Yeah. It's it's not um it's our it's our it's our little familial uh what do you call that the term yeah term for them. Of course you know they were the first peoples. But. Yes. But the first people who lived on this land in this province. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to think of them as Manitobans. Do you think they were sitting around, you know, chewing on their bison? <laughs> saying, you know, you know. One day, one day they'll have lines on maps, and where we are is going to be called Manitoba. <laughs> and the kids would be looking, oh, really? Like, yep, chomp, chomp, eat that bison, kids. Have kids of your own. Keep having kids. <laughs> one day they'll be Manitobans. <laughs> you think that happened? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe. <laughs> maybe. You never know. They might have had visions of the future. What does Manitoba mean again? We're not sure, but it might have to do with the, the spirit of the Manitou. Oh. Or it might have actually been um, like a land juncture or something called the Man- Manitoba. Yeah. The first, the first time they tried to set up the province, Thomas Spence and company in Portage La Prairie, the, when they tried to set up the, a province... They called it the Republic of Manitoba, which had an H at the end. Manitoba. Yeah, so there's iterations ah. of the name that come through uh, First Nations languages plus then into that kind of alliteration. Or right. not alliteration, but alliteration, I guess. <laughs> but, but they added an H because it probably the way it sounded. Um, phonic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then uh, yeah, just shortened to no H. When it became the province. Yeah. Hey, where can people see Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba? Well, you can see it on Bell MTS TV. It's their on-demand channel, 5TV1. You just got to do a little digging in the menu and you'll come up with it. Or if you have the app, if you're a Bell subscriber, very simple to get to the show. Just use the search and bingo, you're there and you're everywhere. You're everywhere we were. (laughs) Ah, okay, awesome. Yeah, Winnipeg too, it was, it was something else, right? And then it means muddy, muddy waters? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the water is muddy. Red River, because yeah. it's all red mud. Yeah. Red River. What's that song? The Red River. 
Red River Valley? Is that the one? But there's a famous Red River song that they thought was, but then they, oh. they attribute it now to Manitoba. Oh, but it wasn't. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Just another thing we're taking away from our neighbors <laughs> to the south as yeah, they become more emasculated over time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the spearhead collection was really impressive. I'd never seen that many spearheads before. Yeah. In one spot and all from the local area and they're all, they were all very dated. Yeah, and, and the first flint ones would come, like those all traded in too, most of it. The good stuff. Right. Traded in from North Dakota, South Dakota, and different areas. The flint. Right. The flint was brought from there. Then the copper was Ontario somewhere. Yeah, because um, it, it wouldn't have come from Manitoba, so they would have had to trade it in. Yeah. That's where, watch the show, folks, because that's where we're wondering about if there were traders going around or if it was just traded from community to community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an impressive. And I, I thought the Minidosa Museum was very, um, it was very beautiful, the, mm-hmm. the way it was set by the river. So I was impressed with that. And I, I was impressed with how much they had. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely a highlight there. And it's right where the first river crossing was set up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first ferry across the river. That's the Little Saskatchewan River. And, um, yeah, they said the fellow who had that also was the... He did the mail. He did the little store. Yeah. So people could get their new new materials as they went through. Oh, and they have a mammoth tusk there. Oh, piece of one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from the Yukon or somewhere. Somebody went to the gold rush and came back with that. Yeah, that was really cool. That's worth seeing. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, and they have multiple buildings. Yep. They had a, a really old Ouija board that was ru- rumored to have, like, burnt down a place or something. Or someone died. And we mocked it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And then later we got caught in a hailstorm about four times. <laughs> A Ouija board. (laughs) (laughs) Darn Ouija board. (laughs) Watch, it'll get us again. (laughs) (laughs) But she said it was bad luck because it had been used by, before it was given to the museum, it had been used a few times and bad things had happened. Yeah. Wow. Lots of stories. Yeah, they they also had like um, an old birthing table. Right. Yeah, that was kind of scary looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of that stuff, when you really think about what it was used for, it gives you a pause. You start mm-hmm. thinking about what life was like really for real back then. Oh, yeah. And they had um, a mannequin with women's clothing on it, like this dress and a hat and women's shoes. And it looked like it was for a child. Because it, it was rather small, but I'm sure I'm sure this woman was on the shorter side, mm-hmm. but it just goes to show how how much taller people are nowadays because mm-hmm. of the food that we eat. The hormones. Yeah, on average, people were, were a lot shorter. All the gross stuff we put in animals' meat and then we eat it. Yeah, exactly. Very huge. That's what the guys at Manitou, the boys there at Manitou were saying, how 
kids get their kids are all taller than them by long shot because oh, yeah. it's all the hormones and the meats and all the GMOs yeah. and stuff. So the kids are growing huge. That's your fan club down there. That's my fan club in Manitou. Good. Shout out to Manitou at the, Motor Inn. At the Motor Inn. Motor Inn. <laughs> that if you go there, they'll probably be there. <laughs> some of them. Some of them were working out of province, yeah. <laughs> oh, but true. They, but I they live there. That. But they like to live there because they grew up there. Or they, Yeah. They That's like to go cool. back. Oh, yeah. They had some um, older buildings that they'd restored. Mm-hmm. There, right? There was a there was a Manitou on the yeah by the highway. They have a number. That's their version of museum as well, or I guess they have a museum, but they've they've saved some buildings. And there was a a famous author, Nellie McClung. Nellie McClung. Yeah, she started out there as a school teacher. She traveled there to, for her first job. Then she nabbed a farmer and got the heck out of there, <laughs> so she could do some good um, suffragette oh, movement. Oh yes, and that was her house, right? I think that was the house that she boarded in okay. when she stayed there. I think. Look it up, people at home. <laughs> write to us. Let us know if it's right or not. Yeah, so she's famous for being from that area. And they have the old, we didn't see it, but they had the old opera house. One of the original oh, opera houses. That would have been cool to see. Yeah. So yeah, a lot, lot going on. The Clyda just down the road. And then the zip line a little further in the valley. Mm-hmm. The old elevator at Clyda. Very special elevator. Everybody thinks it's the Ogilvy elevator, which makes it rare, and it was, but it was purchased by Ogilvy. It was actually built by local farmers. Oh. So it has, it's unique, it's more unique than being a, an Ogilvy elevator. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they would have like custom designed it how yeah. they wanted it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it doesn't have the big drive-in fancy entrance you'd see in a typical elevator. It just has a drive-through. And as you drive through, there's bins all the way down to the ground yeah. on either sides of the door. So it's, it's a little bit claustrophobic in it. Yeah. But it's unique. It's, it, it should have some kind of special standing as, as a you know, unique design. Oh, absolutely. I don't think we stopped in Kaleida other than the, the grain elevator. Yeah, well, there's not much to stop for there. No, there's not. Unless you know somebody who lives okay, there. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, but it's a nice little community on, the, and it was named. They think it was named after kaleidos, uh, kaleidoscope. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because if the kaleidoscope was invented just before that, and oh. so the person who named it was from England or some wherever the kaleidoscope, and so they would have they figured it because it's spelled the same way, oh, kaleido cool. and kaleidoscope. <laughs> Yeah, they should do something kaleidoscopy with the green elevator. Yeah. That would be really neat. It's time. So, so we, we've put our faith in this show. Yes, we have. Put a lot of faith in. We're hoping and, and praying. Are you religious? Not particularly. Then we're hoping <laughs> that it's going to be a great show. Yep. And a lot of people are going to watch it and see Linny. Yep. On camera. Yep. In her debut TV show. <laughs> it's awesome. She's great. I can attest to that. I've seen Aww. a lot of people in front of the camera. Aww. And uh, this is a good This is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah, this is the one. Oh, thank this you. This is one people want to watch. So, yeah. Good things. Good things. So excited for this launch. Yeah, me too. Pumped right You've up. You've got a lot of great shots. You know what you're doing. 
it's gonna it's it's gonna be incredible and if i can fool you i can fool all the viewers <laughs> <laughs> that's what's important <laughs> that's what's important fool everybody at once for a little bit until <laughs> they finish the shows and then call in people right in say you want more just for fun we, we'd be delighted yes to meet that demand well, thank you for tuning in and be sure to catch our show, Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba. Ah, bah, bah, bah. On Bell MTS, 5TV1. Manitobaville, the podcast, is a production of Rodeo Road Studios, Unlimited, copyright 2023.